Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Abdi Shayeste, the founder and CEO of Alta Claro, a provider of interactive, experiential legal training. Hi, Abdi. How are you? Hi, Ari. It's great to see you. Great to be back on your program. It's been a while. Ah, my friend, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Alta Claro. This is my third startup. Very grateful. My first one uh, was when I was 17. I had a clothing company that financed my education and grew it and sold it uh, and went to law school in Silicon Valley, at Santa Clara. And when I came out, started another company. I was co-founder of a fintech company back then and we uh, one of the first B2B internet mortgage companies. Grew that company, was head of legal, head of biz dev, and eventually CEO, and then sold it and then came out to New York to be a full-fledged lawyer. And eventually, through the pains of being a lawyer after 10, 15 years, I just started to, to attack some of the pains that I saw and, and started my third startup, Alta Claro. But yeah, I, I was a practitioner, corporate and banking lawyer. Uh, in New York, I was at King and Spalding for a long time. I was also at the Federal Reserve, and then I was in-house as Deputy General Counsel of a global bank, Bank of Tokyo (MUFG). Through that experience, where I was like, "Wow, you know, uh, lawyers need a place to go throughout their journey from year one through ten, where they can practice, make mistakes, get feedback, uh, bolster their confidence in an experiential way. You can only learn this stuff by doing and getting feedback." Uh, but every year of your professional development, you need certain skills, whether they're hard technical skills or they call professional development skills. And so how can we do it in a way where you're getting immediate feedback to get confidence and things that you need to do to, to grow, whether you want to be a partner or you want to be a great in-house lawyer or whatever you want to do as a lawyer. That's what Alta Claro attacks. How has Alta Claro grown since we last spoke for this podcast six years ago? We were just coming out and experimenting in, in different ways, really fine-tuning the product. And uh, we had not, uh, not approached big law yet. We were, we were really offering training programs and getting feedback from solo practitioners, from small, medium-sized firms. And we had a variety of ways that we were training. And then eventually, in 2019, we landed our, our first AMLO 100 clients. And we had three clients in fall of 2019. And since then, we now have over 60 in the AMLO 200. And that time we had like five courses uh, in the corporate uh, practice area. Now we have over 40 that cover corporate, M&A, real estate, finance, IP tech trends, startup law, capital markets. Really grateful for this growth. And uh, every time we've grown, we've landed and expanded even within our clients. And along the way, we got venture financing. Uh, last year, we closed a $2.5 million round. Uh, we're backed by... LearnStart, one of the uh, uh, backers behind Coursera, an EdTech VC, as well as Bryce Catalyst, a legal tech VC. And then in that round, also Oryx Venture Arm invested in us as well. So really grateful for that trifecta of having partners. And uh, we were now up to 22 full-time employees. Back then, it was just uh, me and my laptop and WeWork, man. When you say you have a portfolio now of about 40 courses, can you describe what your course is like? Every course has the same three key pillars, learn, do, review. At the outset of an associate's learning journey, they're going to watch an hour's worth of pre-recorded bite-sized videos. These are seven to 10 minute segments. 
in between the segments, their set of assessments and quizzes that test their knowledge along the way, even small practical exercises. But once they're done with that self-paced video, 10, 20 minutes a day, you know, the next thing that happens, the most important thing is the doing part. That's when inside the portal, they're now going to get a mock client to work on, a mock matter, a mock transaction. Here's your client, XYZ company. They're about to engage in this transaction. You're the associate on the deal. Here are the issues you need to be aware of, the tasks you need to complete, even the documents you need to synthesize. So just like in the real world, there might be an email from a client, a term sheet, due diligence memo, a precedent form from a hypothetical past deal. You need to go in, find some good provisions, come back and mark up your document. I want to highlight the fact that you got to mark it up, get your hands dirty. It's a self-paced assignment. Shouldn't take them more than two hours, but they can totally take their time with it. But once they're completed with that, they submit it in the portal for the third part, which is a pre-scheduled live review session. And that's when they come in on Zoom to meet with one of our vetted practitioners to go over the assignment, uh, ask questions, instructor, ask them feedback, ask them questions. And they, they really dive into the whys and hows of what they needed to do for that assignment. So that's how every course works. Uh, learn, do, review. A couple of things to note: when they submit their assignment, right away they get a model answer, fully annotated red line. We want them to compare their red line with the model answer red line to build those reflection muscles. As you know, you get red lines all the time uh, from senior lawyers, and really hone in on what they need to learn for that live session. The other part is we run these in groups of no more than ten associates at a time at a cohort. So when we run programs with firms with 100 associates, we'll break it up into cohorts of 10, put newbies in one group or advanced folks in another group. And that's because the instructors will review everyone's submissions. They're going to see what people missed, what they got right, and really come prepared to tailor the session based on how people performed on that assignment. So that's how it works. Firms schedule their, their own pace. They can do one class a week, or one class every month, or one class every two weeks, pause and start again. Um, but uh, they're private cohorts, cohorts exclusive to their firm. There's a lot of data analytics around performance, engagement, and feedback, and we share that with the associates so they can enhance their growth there, but also with the firms in terms of knowing where their associates are, and, and the firms really appreciate those insights. How do you incorporate the firm's unique style or culture into that interactive human element with the learn, do, review model. So you're a swimmer, right? I am. <laughs> yeah, so, so am I. And what we're teaching here is front stroke, backstroke, float on the water. And that stuff is the same everywhere. You know, what we're teaching, the reps, the warranties, operating provisions, termination clauses, holdback provisions, the bread and butter of things, foundational topics. And we're doing it in an experiential way. But what that does, and that's what firms rely on us for, that creates the space internally for more advanced training, more nuanced of their client's approach or their firm's culture, really giving space for the Michael Phelps of the world, or the partners. But now they don't have to start from ground zero. Uh, they don't have to explain what a credit agreement is at 11 o'clock at night in the middle of the deal. Or when there are training sessions, everybody's at a higher level to begin with. And many firms actually add on on top of our session, another hour that's just them, where they say, great, yeah, now that you covered the fundamentals of Delta Clara, let us dive into our firm's approach. We always invite a senior lawyer from the firm to sit in on the sessions. Uh, we welcome that. And a lot of firms take us up on that. That adds color to the conversation. So that's how we collaborate with these firms, teaching the bread and butter of things, which makes things more efficient for them, right? They don't have to waste their billable senior lawyer billable hour rates to teach the, the bread and butter of things. What is your interactive experiential learning approach 
and training methodology differ from traditional ways that law firms have offered this type of training to their professionals? You know, so as I mentioned, I practiced King and Spalding and I was in you know, big law and, and you were as well. If you look at the education science, the research has shown that we remember 90% of what we learn when we learn by doing either the real thing or the simulated thing, as opposed to passive learning modalities like reading a treatise or attending lectures. Treatise is 10% retention. Videos are like 40 to 50%, right? Even workshops that you just kind of issue spot, maybe 60, 70%. But when you learn by doing the, the real thing or the simulated thing, you're at that 90% level. And that's that's where we are. You know, when back then when I was training associates, I, I couldn't train them on, a, on the client's dime, right? I had to write a lot of time off as senior lawyers do, right? Correct mistakes, mentor the lawyer. They spent 10 hours marking up an NDA. It should have taken them an hour, right? <laughs> and by the time I correct those mistakes, mentor the lawyer and all that adds up, right? And so the simulated thing worked really well. And that's that, but that took up a lot of billable time to take old deal documents, change the names, create fact patterns, and have associates go through them. And even if it worked well, which it did in my office in New York, my colleague in San Francisco or Dallas, you know, didn't have the same time or consistency, right? So in the firms, they may have internal training programs. Now, if it's lecture, well, they're not that effective. A lot of times it's, it's someone who's just, you know, slides and how much do you learn how to swim by looking at slides, right? Um, now, if it's experiential, it's great, but it's very rare and uh, it happens every sporadic, you know, sporadically. And so that's where when we approach firms, they say, this is what we would do if we had the time to do it. But otherwise, what we have is just these slides and just, you know, getting on Zoom and lectures or putting them in front of videos. And it, we know that doesn't work. And we see that cost that we have to write off. So that's where we're coming in and helping them by making it more effective. You mentioned uh, various retention percentages depending on how people are learning. How do you measure the return that your clients are seeing from Alta Claro's courses? Yeah, no, great question. So, you know, I, I mentioned the direct costs and indirect costs that firms take. And there was a study by LexisNexis a few years ago that said, you know, there's about $20,000 or more per year per associate uh, for just 20 hours of training between a senior and junior lawyer. And whenever I show that and talk about that with firm, with partners, they say, no, no, it's, it's got to be more. It's got to be more. And I said, yeah, it's probably more. That's what we're tackling. But I wanted to get to the bottom of the ROI myself. So what we did uh, last year, you know, my COO, Rick Rattray, he was also on your show many years ago. He's an education uh, executive uh, from Kaplan and, and Barbary, and he's our COO. And he brought in an independent research firm, Hobson & Company a consulting firm that wanted to figure out the ROI of Alta Claro. And they met with eight of our clients across the AMLO 100, AMLO 10, AMLO 50, AMLO 100, and even some between the 100 and 200 range. They met with the partners and practice group leaders and went through the, the value proposition points of Alta Claro. How much did we impact productivity, profitability, and how much did we impact people? On the productivity side, they asked their partners, how much less time did you spend correcting mistakes and fixing errors? How much uh, less time did you spend less in terms of direct training, whether it's for a training program or mentoring a lawyer or organizing a program as a PD manager would? So it's great that they validated that these partners spent 10% less time uh, correcting mistakes and fixing errors. That's 10% per partner per associate. Two to three hours reduction spent by a partner per associate uh, less per month and the 90% reduction in putting together these programs. 
So that was meaningful impact. And as on profitability, they reported that they had less write-offs and somewhere of average of less one to two percent less write-offs. And then they also reported that this was a recruiting tool for retention, where they are telling their associates, we invest in you, and this has impacted them in terms of associate retention, about two to four percent in enhancing retention. So they created an ROI calculator based on this feedback that you can actually input you know, the number of hours you would spend on, uh, as a partner or senior lawyer or PD manager at a firm based on your rates or national uh, rates and input in how much, how many courses you'd want to create and compare that versus Alta Claro and get an ROI, which was really cool. We have that calculator now and, and we sh we've demonstrated through them that you can return your money in two and a half to three months. And in a year's time, you have about $350,000 in return uh, from your investment of five classes with Alta Claro, which is really cool because this is the stuff we used to theorize when, when Alta Claro was just, you know, scribbles on paper and it was an idea that we would save time and make things more efficient uh, for partners and, and, and associates. Um, but great to see it actually tangibly help them. How do you see training in the legal profession evolving? As I've always said back then, the other verticals are way ahead of legal vertical. There are things happening in other verticals, but you know the good news is that the legal industry for once is getting ahead of the uh, other verticals with respect to the use of GAI, generative AI tools. And I think finding ways to incorporate that in the learning journey is something that um, could be really interesting. As we're doing, we're also leveraging data in terms of performance enhancements. Uh, people lateral all the time uh, in their third year, fourth year, but how do you know how good they really are? So why don't we put them through an assessment, right? And, and get, get some data points about their substantive knowledge and, and critical thinking skills. Same with the recruiting phase. And so there are ways in which we can have early detectors of where people are and then find ways where we can personalize the training so that we can enhance their skills, their critical thinking skills. And that's what we're doing today, where we're identifying folks, let's say, out of a cohort of 10 associates. You know, our assignments are puzzles. They're not linear. Like, you know, you got to figure it out. It's just like the real world, right? And not everything in the videos will be covered in the assignment, you know, and not everything in those model answers will be discussed in the live session. Eight out of 10 people that go through it, let's say, in a court, they say, oh, that was great. I mean, that was tough, but I got it now, connected the dots. But two out of 10 will say, I didn't get it. You didn't tell me in the videos that this is how you got to put together a closing checklist. And we're like, yeah, that was by design. But, you know, that gives us early indicators that these two people need some extra support. And what we've been doing with these firms is giving them that extra support, whether it's through Ask Me Anything sessions or private tutoring or additional courses. We've been finding ways to identify folks early on that need support. And these are just the beginnings of what we can do with giving extra support and helping firms return on their investment. Their biggest expense, right, is that human capital. How can we help them enhance and retain, you know, they spent $400,000 over a period of four years just to recruit and train associates. And then after four years, they got to ask them to leave, right? Or the associate leaves because they're burned out. <laughs> so we can help them enhance their ROI on that investment through this performance, engagement, and feedback data that we collect and share with them. We can optimize their investment. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Abdi Shayeste, the founder and CEO of Alta Claro, a provider of interactive experiential legal training. Abdi, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari, as always. Great to speak with you, man. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit reinventingprofessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.